The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids. It's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everybody, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. I have missed you all so much over the last several weeks. I've, I hope you've been having a summer of refreshing and renewing and celebrating like we talked about on the last On the Right Road show, and I am so happy to be back on the air with you tonight with one of our On the Right Road summer specials. Tonight is the first episode in my two-part Planning for a Successful School Year Summer Series. And while typically when planning, the focus is often on the kind of the practical, physical aspects of preparation, kind of the paperwork and the supplies and the materials, tonight we're actually going to focus on the emotional part of preparation for ourselves as teachers and parents and also for our students and kids. I feel like so often in life, if the emotional preparation is in place, the practical part tends to fall into place so much easier. And I don't know if some of you guys saw on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this past week, I posted a quote that I believe originated by Aristotle, and he said, educating the mind without educating the heart is no education at all. And I just think with the way the world is now, we have especially got to get back to also just being so mindful of making sure that our kids are uplifted emotionally so that they can succeed in the practical academic way as well. So as a fun place to start tonight, I'd like to begin with some On the Right Road teacher listener shout outs. And like what I did on the last show, where I shared some of the things you wonderful teacher teachers were celebrating this summer, instead of just kind of reading teachers names in their schools. Tonight, I'm also going to share some helpful planning for a successful school year tips that so many of you wonderful Right Road teacher friends have shared with me. I thought this would be another really fun twist on my teacher shout outs and a really cool way to learn from and be inspired by each other in the Right Road family. And may I just say, I'm just, I'm blown away. It was so hard to pick a few tips tonight because you guys sent hundreds, if not thousands, in to me. I was blown away. And if anybody ever says that teachers just vacation over the summer and only work nine months out of the year, you know, they all need to read all of your planning tips and understand the work and planning that goes into preparing for a school year. I mean, again, I just say, wow. You know, if nobody said it to you today, just give yourself a pat on the back and a big hug. Thank you, teachers, for all you do every day throughout the entire year year 
to uplift kids on the right road. I mean, you are all such amazing blessings. Now, you know, I had to pick just a few, a handful of tips for tonight. And as always, each of the teachers whose name and tip I share will receive a fun right road grab bag of school supplies. And as a helpful reference, we'll get all of the shout out and giveaway gifts from tonight's show out in the mail to the recipient teachers the week of July 25th. And remember, you guys, since we're still on our summertime gift delivery schedule, if you're a recipient from tonight's show, just private message me your home summer address on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. So if you hear your name now or any time throughout the show tonight, make sure you do that so we know how you get how to get the gift to you, okay? So here we go, the teacher shout-outs for this evening and some of their awesome planning tips that focus on the emotional part of planning for a successful school year. Remember, as I'm reading all of these wonderful tips and the wonderful teachers' names, you are not alone. You're part of an amazing, this very special Right Road family, and we love and appreciate you all. So, Christy Oliver from Mechanicsville Elementary in Mechanicsville, Virginia, shared that her best tip is to take time to relax and get rid of the baggage and stress of the previous year. I think that's so important. We have to make sure we let go of all the stuff that was kind of stuck on our shoulders from last year and start fresh. So whatever it takes, make sure that you leave that baggage behind for the coming school year. Thank you, Christy. Donna Joyce from Oxford Elementary in Claremont, North Carolina shared, in order to prepare for the school year, she likes to get out her notes and reflections from last year and see how she can better her teaching. She said she also likes to make sure that she takes a quick trip before school starts so she's refreshed and ready to go. And I know this is going to sound like a strange comparison, but Several years ago, I read something from Angelina Jolie, of all people, right? And she said when she prepares for a movie role, she does kind of the same thing. She prepares, she gets ready, she masters her art, and then what she does is she stops and she takes a break before she starts the actual work because she trusts her instincts and in, that her instincts and intuition will kick in. So I want to remind all of you, you've got this. You know, get get everything ready, but then take a break right before you start so you'll be refreshed and empowered. Thank you, Donna, for that. Lizzie Pope from Holland Elementary in Fort Wayne, Indiana, shared her tip, and that's to take time during the summer to read new children's books. I love that. She said, once school rolls around, you'll have new titles to share with your students, and you'll start the school year feeling refreshed and ready to accomplish great things. Lisa Whitman from Stockwell Place Elementary in Bossier City, Louisiana, suggests getting a great devotional book to start each day off right and to say a prayer. And those of you who know me know I never cross the faith line in public schools, but faith is such a huge part of my life, and I really believe in that, taking that quiet time for every day for a devotional. Don't let one day go by, whether you're in the summer or in the school year. Sue Williams from Winterset Elementary in Winterset, Iowa, shared a wonderful way to look at routines and procedures. Her motto is, go slow to go fast. Take time to establish routines and procedures well at the start of the school year, and it will pay off during the year. And related, Jennifer Elaine from Canaan Middle School in Plain City, Ohio, shared a poster that read, The teachers with the best-run classrooms spend most of the first two weeks teaching procedures and routines. Do it right 
or do it all year. So I think it's so important that you don't feel, especially new teachers, you got to realize this. Don't feel like you need to try to plow right into all of your curriculum and standards that first week. Set your routines and procedures. Help the kids feel comfortable and loved. And it will save so much time with procedures and routines throughout the rest of the school year. That is kind of a given. So thank you both for sharing that wonderful tip. Also, Melissa Dills from Hartville Elementary in Hartville, Ohio, shared a tip that she started last year. I love this, you guys. She said, I teach kindergarten, which is typically filled with anxiety for parents and students. And to help with this, I videotaped myself reading my favorite kinder book and, of course, also told the kids how excited I was to see them and teach them. I uploaded the video to YouTube. Parents said the kids loved it and appreciated seeing me, and it alleviated stress and helped build relationships to start the school year off right away on the right road. And I actually think that this would be good for any grade. Of course, if you teach seventh grade, you're not going to read a kindergarten book. You probably won't even read a book at all to your kids doing this, but you could certainly put out there a wonderful message of how excited you are to teach the kids, especially with today's social media and technology age. I just think that would be so cool. So thank you for sharing that. And one more for now, Nicole Matson from Bailey Middle School in Pensacola, Florida, suggested rereading all of your inspirational notes from former students, parents, and administrators to remind yourself of all you have done to make a difference. And along with this, she, she, she suggested making a four days I'm feeling blue bulleted board. It's a great thing for when you need a quick pick-me-up and a smile. You can fill your board with encouraging notes and pictures from your students, parents, and anyone else who's given you just a a ray of sunshine. And you know, I think this is awesome. I've seen so many teachers with kids' pictures up by their desk and stuff, but how cool would it be to have a whole bulletin board right by your desk for this to remind you on a daily basis that you're special and appreciated. So thank you all for your amazing tips. Again, I'll have more inspiring teacher shout-outs and tips at the end of the program too plus right now I've got a couple of our pre-show giveaway announcements I've got the added $50 gift card recipient from last Sunday's bonus teacher tip time Facebook drawing so congratulations Laura Snyder from Indian Hill Elementary in Omaha Nebraska Laura let me know face uh private message me on our Facebook page which gift card you would like out of the ones that were choices from last week and we'll get that off to you and the recipient of tonight's pre-show 300 count pencil gift pack drawing and you guys know I had to draw more than one I know I said I only draw one but I drew three we've got Nathaniel Lair from Auburn Elementary in Auburn Illinois Lori Weaver from Foundation Academies in Trenton New Jersey and Zandra Clay from Blue Bonnet Elementary in Lockhart, Texas. Remember, if you hear your name tonight for any of the fun things, make sure that you private message me your home summer address so we know how to get your gifts to you. And of course, welcome to all of you listening this evening. I am so thankful and glad that you're all here with me. To kick things off tonight on the right road, I've got our first giveaway to help you teachers plan for a successful school year to come. Of course, it's open to all teachers in the United States listening to On the Right road right now. First, as I always like to do, especially for those 
of you new to On the Right Road, make sure with all of our giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tonight that in addition to the simple entry guidelines that will be in the offer posts, make sure that you also type the code word listening, that's the code word, as part of your entry comment. Do it on the first one, second one, third one, however many you enter. And Marcy and I were talking tonight, you know, we really encourage you to enter them all. Even if you've already won something recently, you can pay it forward and share it with a teacher friend who might need a boost. So never feel embarrassed about entering all of them. We love when you do. So for our first giveaway tonight, I've got eight beautiful diamond desktop post-it dispensers because each of you should feel like an appreciated diamond as you plan for and every day of the school year. So there will be eight teacher recipients and each one will receive one of the diamond post-it dispensers with extra post-it notes too. These are so nice. They're like this amazing special thing that you can have right on your desk throughout the school year to help you remember that you are a diamond and you are special and appreciated. So to enter just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow the simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce those eight recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Remember to include that code word listening as part of your entry comment. And I want to give special thanks to one of our wonderful On the Right Road sponsors, Nair, for donating these beautiful gifts this evening, the beautiful post-it dispensers and as always this is just the first of the wonderful giveaways I'll have throughout the show tonight Um, so have that Facebook page ready and to rock and roll as I always like to say just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight we're live Sunday July 17th with this show after that the giveaways will of course be closed but you know we've got fun things daily on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and website and everything so don't ever worry about that now to help us really emotionally plan for a successful school year to come and to help us really get into a positive mindset to handle the growing emotional needs of students. I have an amazing guest this evening, you guys. I am absolutely thrilled to welcome this incredible woman to the show tonight. Her name is Vicki Kaczynski, and Vicki was a guidance counselor at two high schools in Connecticut before moving to sunny Southern California. She has two awesome sons. And that is actually how she and I met as our sons played baseball together. And she and her family have been in Southern California now for about six years. And wait until you hear how events are really weaving together in her life that are showing her the power and wonder of her being called to uplift kids. And that are really leading her back into the arena of helping countless kids find their right roads now that her kids are a little bit older again. So I'm over the moon excited to welcome Vicki Kaczynski to On the Right Road. Welcome, Vicki. Are you there, Vicki? I am. Thank you. Thank you. No for worries. Me. At, no worries at all. I'm so glad that you're here. Now, Vicky, you and I are friends, and when we were chatting recently, you shared with me something amazing about a former student of yours from years ago when you were a high school counselor. And what I've really realized is that not only is the story special, but your perspective on being of support to kids has to be shared as we're all planning for the new school year. So, as a starting point, Vicky, I would love if you would just briefly tell everybody about your story about Adam. This is such powerful stuff. Absolutely. Well, thank you for, again, for having me and uh, allowing me to share this story. 
I, what happened to, to me is uh, I had been a high school guidance counselor in Connecticut. I, when my first son was born in 2004, I... I had stopped uh, being a counselor to stay home with him for a while. About six weeks ago, this past May 2016, I had gone to my woman in the front office when I walked in the door and said, I have a message for you. And I, I was stunned because I didn't know why she would have a message for me at the school. And she said to me, Adam has called for you. And I said, Adam, the, the only Adam I know was from 16 years ago. He graduated in who I worked at in Connecticut, and she said, yes, that's the one. He called after tracking you down for a year and a half to thank you for all that you did to get him into Harvard and uh, to say thank you so much because he's going to med school this fall, which is what he had wanted to do back when I knew him when he was 18 and in high school. Um, and he had graduated from Harvard, done a few other things after um, graduating and decided a few years ago that what he really wanted was to go to med school and be a doctor. And so he decided at that point that he wanted to try to find me to say thank you for, for all I had done and for believing in him. And that uh, the efforts that I had put into helping him get into Hartford had changed the trajectory of his life. And he wanted me to know that, that uh, he was forever grateful for that. Well, and, you know, it's such a powerful story, I know, for every one of you teachers listening to realize that for every child that you hear from, I mean, Adam, it took him a great deal of energy, I think, like, two years, right, Vicki, to track you down? Yes. And he did that. So, teachers, for every kid who says something to you, there's a hundred more that are are feeling the exact same way about what you've done for their lives. So, first of all, I just, I wanted Vicki to share that so you all realize that. But, Vicki, I want to ask you, did you have any idea that you had this impact on Adam's life? No. I, I knew that uh, Adam and I had a good connection when he was in high school. The high school that I worked at, you um, took in kids as they became freshmen, and you stayed with them for four years. So when you work with them over those four years, they're, they're four very big years in which they change a freshman to senior year. Yes. So by the time a student here, you know them exceptionally well. So I just write personal letters of recommendation for every student, and so I was able to do that because I knew the kids so well. But Adam would come, and we'd sit and chat about anything and everything, and, and he would ask me questions, and I would ask him questions, things that I had said. And you know what, Vicky? Hey, Vicky, are you? Can you hear me? I'm going to yes. ask. You're still cutting in and out. I'm going to ask. Can oh. you just walk into a different room? For yes. some reason, we're just getting a lot of interference with your phone tonight, and I'm I'm just feeling sad about I'm, that. But I'm keep sorry. going with your story. Just kind of walk into a different room and see. Let's see if that helps with your connection. Sure. Okay. Sure. So here's uh, something that you just shared, Vicky, that I love, and I I think this is a wonderful point for schools. That the the that the fact that you stayed with your kids from freshman through senior year, I don't know if that's commonplace anymore, but that is a really strong point that, that what you just said, it just stuck in my mind. Don't yes. you think that that's a key thing? Yes, it was huge for me because, as I said, I did get to know them and the families quite well. So that I, I, you know, I knew them to a point where I could 
talk to the families about many different subjects, but also work with them on finding the right college. Yes. Uh, and finding one that was a good fit, but for the family. Well, we're, we are still having trouble with your, your phone oh line, God. Vicki. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask so you sorry. one more time, just hang up your cell phone and try back on your landline. Call from a different landline this time, a different okay. handset, and I'm going to give some more tips while we're getting Vicki back on the line. I, I'm, I'm just a little frustrated here because what she's sharing is just so special and important, and I can't wait to hear her whole perspective. So we'll get her back on the line. But in the meantime, Rose Samelli, and I hope I'm saying that right, Maybe it's Camelli from St. Augustine School in Union City, New Jersey, offered this great tip. To make the kids part of the decision process when setting up rules, procedures, and consequences. Now, I realize that you, there's so much planning and preparation that goes into a school year that you certainly cannot just have a, the kids' input on setting up the pencil sharpener and how they're going to line up. You know, everything can't be planned by the kids, but ownership goes a long way. So listening to their voice for some of the main things, I think that sets a wonderful teamwork tone throughout the year. So if you can build in time for that, again, in that first community building week, I think that's extra special. Thank you, Rose. And Heather Mock from Washington Elementary in Wichita, Kansas, suggested... I love this. Watching in stores and online for ideas to help interject more magic into the classroom. Like looking for ways to add special experiences and experiments, art, music, etc. To help the kids make a deeper connection to the content. And this is my philosophy too in how I share the Right Road programs in schools. And it absolutely works. Taking two minutes of extra time of something creative and magic to you know, whether it's in math or social studies, it takes the learning and the engagement of the kids to a whole new level. So check that out, teachers. And now I'm going to see, I'm going to ask Justin, Vicki, are you back on the line with us? Oh, well, we still don't have her back. For heaven's sakes, this is a crazy night. But you know what? This is what planning, this is what happens, right, teachers? We plan for this incredible school year, and then we have these crazy things happen, and there's nothing we can do, so we just go with the flow. So I'm going to keep sharing teacher tips here. We've got Mary Ellen Tabor from Bryan Elementary in Mission, Texas. Her tip is to make friends with the janitors and secretaries. They will be your best friends. Amen. And I'm thanking you guys. Go into the school year. Take time now even to just bring, make special creative gifts for all the people that you're going to interact with in this school. And you'll be like this amazing light the second that you walk in. It'll create this wonderful community. Um, Also, Amber Frasher from Harmony Science Academy in Beaumont, Texas, her tip, I love this, is to start early and have fun preparing. I think this the fun is so important. Like, if you have to go out and buy crayons, okay, you got to take that $10 bill that it could be put to your mortgage, but you got to buy the crayons. So here's my philosophy on it. Take that $10, go to Target or Walmart or wherever you're going, set aside the fact that you're using the $10 of your own money, and have a blast. Every box of crayons that you pick up, think, you know what? This is going to bless Susie. This is going to bless Johnny. And revel in that for a moment with every box that you pick up. Take joy. Have fun. And, yep, 
The $10 is still going to be spent, but once you make the decision, put that out of your mind and be in the moment of the joy. I'm just getting goosebumps here. Megan Gilbreth-Wilson from Anclote Elementary in Newport Ritchie, Florida shared, don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. You know, that's one of our Cool Right Road rules. It's one of the things that I teach kids in every classroom that I go into. And we as adults have to remember that as well. If you're feeling overwhelmed, if you don't have enough money to buy your supplies, go to Donors Choose, set up a Donors Choose project, connect with Right Road Kids, do whatever you need to do, reach out. There will be people to help you. Also related, Kendra McBride, a homeschool teacher from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, suggested having a brainstorming party with other teachers to see what worked and what didn't work and bring that into the next school year. Create that synergy and build a terrific team together. I love this. So you guys, everybody listening right now, I want you to connect with your teacher friends and before your school starts next school year, set an evening where you're going to have a right road teacher party where you're just going to create that teamwork. I love it. And then you got to report back and like post pictures and, and let us know how it goes and share some of your awesome ideas. Let's just all together create that amazing partnership planning teamwork environment for this whole school year. Now, I think we've got Vicki back. Are you back, honey? <laughs> I am back. I apologize. No, there's nothing you can do. That's technology. That's radio. We're just going with the flow here. We love you. Don't you worry about it one iota. So he- I want to pick your brain now, Vicki. Coming from a perspective as a high school guidance counselor, and I think this applies, you know, in any school, whatever the grade, what was and is your approach in guiding students on the right road? I think one of the the biggest approaches I, I would use with kids is when I sit with them to work on college or classes or whatever the issue might be, it was to really listen to them, not just to let the words come out and do what I wanted to do, but to really listen to them and understand where they were so that we could together make a decision for what colleges they were going to apply for or what classes they were going to take next or what whatever the decision that needed to be made, I wanted to know where they were on the issue. And And I I love that because I was just in a school recently, and I'm not going to say which school, but the high school guy, it was a middle school, excuse me, and the counselor was clearly overwhelmed. I was there to offer help to a particular family, and she actually looked me in the eye and said, that child is completely going to be left behind. This is a counselor saying that right. to me, ready to be there to su- of support however we could. And I'm just thinking, she clearly wasn't listening to what the child needed. And I know she was overwhelmed and everything, but we've got to get back to a place. And I think this planning time over this summer is so crucial for us to think this through. Don't you think, Vicki? Because we have to listen to our kids. We have to listen to them, and I think what was so neat about when you did your introductions and mentioned some of the things the teachers are doing to uh, kind of clear their mind and, and take a break during the summer is to read new children's books or to refresh your brain or, you know, the, the very interesting things that they were doing is it's so much a big part of it is that it's it's not so much that you have to give, give, give all the time, but it's it's that you have to be ready to listen, and it takes a moment to stop and just really hear what someone's saying, and then and then go forward with that. And, Absolutely. Uh, well, you know, now you, I think. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. 
Go ahead, Vicki. Oh, I, I just found it was very, for me, when I would work with, with uh, my juniors and seniors for looking at colleges, I, my very first question that I would always ask them about looking at colleges was, what does college look like to you? Because oh, what I wanted to know was, would they describe a college that was in an urban setting or would they describe a college that had a campus and grass and trees and the traditional picture we think of when we think of college? Because if they, if they wanted a college where the city sits for the campus, then those are the kind of colleges that we would go searching for. If they well, wanted and, a college... And this isn't just what you were taught. This relates to one of the tips that I just shared. It's like asking the kids what's their vision. So it's not just talking about college and high school. This could be for any age. Again, taking time that first week to ask the kids, what's your vision for this school year? What do you want this school year to look like? I love that. Because that translates whatever age we're talking about. Well, Vicki, you shared with me that Adam made a comment that so often... Kids who might be smart, who, who have it together in high school and who may not seem to need help, they really need help too so often. And what I love is that you took the time to really get to know Adam and provide the help that he needed. And that made all the difference in the world in his life as you shared. Now, with the way that the world is now, I mean, I think of what just happened in France and, oh my gosh, it's, it's overwhelming every day practically. I feel like all kids need guidance, a touchstone in their life, a caring soul to really hear them and their needs to help guide them. What, Vicki, do you think is the most important thing that we as parents and teachers can do for kids to help them find their way and their right road? Well, actually, I think the greatest answer to that question comes from Adam in an email he sent me after we connected, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. He emailed me and he said, just means so much to students to have someone believe in them. And it's, it's four words. I believe in you. But yes. sometimes that's all that a student needs to be, to work harder or to, you know, do whatever the lesson is that you're trying to do. It's, and I believe you can do that. And, and that, that was four words that I said to Adam when he was looking at schools. And it, it has come back around full circle 16 years later where he called to thank me for saying that. And well, um, it's well, a very humbling experience, but it's four simple words. I believe in you. Well, and I think just everything that you're sharing tonight, Vicki, is so on point with how important it is. Yes, we have to teach curriculum. Yes, we have to teach standards. But at the same time, if... That's all of our preparation is only going into that. I think we're missing a big piece of the pie. I think we all need to prepare for that emotional element, making sure that we're together in our mindset to really be able to listen to kids, to show them no matter what crazy stuff's going on with our budget and our everything, that we can take time every day to look in, in to our kids, our students' eyes, and help them know that we believe in them. So, Vicki, with the budget cuts and with teachers having to so often be mentors and second parents and counselors for their students, I mean, in planning for a classroom of new students, and in the case of middle school and high school teachers, probably having to plan for something like 150 new students, and sometimes when you're an art teacher or something, it could be 450 new students. What, Vicki, is the best way 
for us all to emotionally plan and prepare for that counselor role that so many teachers are simply going to have to play in their students' lives? Right. Well, I think that's a great question because there are so many teachers that do put that because the numbers, certainly not counselors in today's world. Um, I, I think clearing your own mind over the summer and just taking for some fun, believer in laughter and, and that you just take some moments for yourself and uh, when you come back and be, to be ready to go uh, and, and don't forget about the laughter part of it, even in the classroom, that, that there are things going on every day and, and that uh, attitude uh, goes, goes a long way. I think there's amazing, amazing teachers out there that do amazing things every single day. Absolutely. And I, and I apologize. I think, Vicki, you're still cutting in and out. So I'm going to give you just a moment. Maybe you can walk into another room. And while you're doing that, I want to take time to mention that the last two shows, I, uh, I, the two shows I did last summer are also wonderful On the Right Road shows to listen to as you plan for the school year to come. And here's the cool thing. You can always access all of our previous On the Right Road episodes on our Right Road Kids website at rightroadkids.org. There's a cool little radio button icon in the upper right corner. You can just click that and all the episodes come right up so you can listen or download anytime you want. And specifically, as you plan for the school year to come, under season number one, episodes 12 and 13 were summer specials from last year that talked about planning. So check those out as well, teachers. And I've got our second giveaway for this evening. Of course, it's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have six $25 gift cards. And if you're a recipient, you can pick which one you'd like. The six options are those that you have most requested recently, teachers, Target, Walmart, Teachers Pay Teachers, Dollar Tree, Office Depot, and Michaels. So there will be six recipients, and each will receive the gift card of their choice from the six options. So to enter, you can just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight, and we'll announce the six recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Make sure you guys, even if you did on the first one, make sure you also add that code word listening as part of your entry comment. So now, I know this is the craziest show, but the, isn't this the way planning goes, you guys? I got to ask, Vicki, are you back with us? I am. Can you hear me okay? I can. You're cutting in and out, but okay. we're just having fun here on the right road. Um, I want to ask you a couple more questions, Vicki, and I, I know you're probably a little frustrated as well cutting in and out, but I'm every word that you're saying I'm just hanging on because it's so beneficial. Um, you made a comment to me that just really hit home when we were chatting recently, and that's that sometimes a child's path is quite clear. The right road is straight for them. But sometimes kids' road is quite windy, and you said that's okay too. With so many students to teach and care for, how can teachers best plan for the needs of all the students? And I guess what I'm asking 
is how can teachers best prepare to handle the kids whose roads will, will be windy, especially when that seems to be a greater percentage of kids every year. I mean, it's sometimes overwhelming just after the first week of school. What can teachers do to deal with this? Well, I can speak to that from a guidance counselor perspective. Uh, I did work with many kids whose road was windy and not direct right to college uh, or uh, right to the college, let's say, that they wanted to go to. And I think that's perfectly fine. I think there's many different roads to go go through and many different ways to, to get there. From my perspective, I... For those students that I worked with that were was on more of a windy road, I would ask them what their goal was. What what are we trying to achieve and where are you trying to get to? Because if you know where your destination is, then, then we can make a plan to get there. But if okay. we're just kind of winding down the road, uh, you know, that doesn't always get us to where we want to go. Right. You, it, it's like when we create the vision, we create at, at the end of the school year with fifth and sixth grade classes before they go to middle school, we do this right road vision board and they create, that's what I always tell them. If you can see it, it helps you get there. I yeah. mean, and, and even at the beginning of the school year, one thing that might be really cool, teachers, and you can pl- take time over the summer to plan for this, is to create a classroom right road vision board. Wh- what you were just talking about, Vicki, what is your vision for your class? So that, and, and all the kids can participate in it and create this bulletin board in your classroom. And it's like, that's where we're all going together. Oh my gosh, I love this, Vicki. This is, Thank it's you. just, I just love everything you're saying. Well, another very, very telling thing that Adam shared with you was that when he got to college, one of the most overwhelming things for him was that he realized he didn't know how to fail because he was one of the smart ones in school. And I think helping kids learn how to fail and get back up gracefully and confidently is so important. How, Vicki, can teachers and parents do this? Help kids learn how to fail and take that failure and turn it into something special and amazing in their lives. I, that's a great question because one of the things that stunned me the most when talking with Adam, he was a very bright student and at the top of his class. And so I had never imagined that he had thought of failing because I had while in high school. And so when we spoke, he said one of the things he realized when he got to college was that he never learned how to fail. And so he and I talked about that a little bit, and, and he just said, I never learned what to do when I failed. And what to do after that, because I think we all know that we're going to fail through life. And some of the greatest inventors say the best thing they did was to fail because it made them keep going and create amazing things. Right. But one of the things I think that's most important is not so much the failure, but the moment after you fail, what are you going to do with that failure? Are you going to just lay down and give up or are you going to pick yourself up and keep going? And, uh, Adam, we had a great conversation about just that exact, that split second moment after you fail at something. What do you do? What do you tell yourself and what do you do? And, and he said, you know, he learned that he had to just pick himself up, pull up his boots, so to speak, and, and keep going. And, uh, for someone who had never really failed, uh, it was, it was fascinating listening to someone 
figure that out later in life. Well, and I think this is another thing as we're planning for the school year that is so important. And teachers, I have a suggestion for you. I just picked up a special Time Magazine edition. It caught my eye because on the front it has a million happy emojis. And it just made me happy looking at it. And this special edition is called The Science of Happiness. And the other day I was driving to my son's baseball game and I I had a, a... 10 minutes to read one article from this thing. So I opened it up. I'm like, Lord, lead me to what I'm supposed to read right now. And I opened it up and, and it was perfect for tonight. I read an article about resilience training. And the thing about it is that what this article is, and I want you all to pick up this special time edition, the science of happiness. Oh my gosh, this whole thing is jam-packed with cool things to think about as you're planning for the school year. The thing that struck me is that they shared it's, that resilience is not necessarily a personality trait. It's something that can be learned. And the most important thing, two of the most important things, were for kids to have a stable role model and a strong belief in their ability to solve problems. So, teachers, you know, yes, we've got to teach math. Yes, we've got to teach reading and writing. But I think because of the way the world is now again, because everything's fragmented in so many homes and, and, and kids are looking to you to be that role model and the mentor. We have to make sure that we're taking time also to train for this resilience. We have to teach our kids, not spoon feed them, that everything's going to be perfect and that their teacher or parents are going to take care of everything. We have to teach them to fail. So as you're planning for the school year, I think that's a wonderful thing to be thinking about this summer. Maybe have a few activities in that first week that starts, ah, what happens when this happened? When we feel, what are we going to do about it? We're going to be better than we ever thought we could be. So I love that, Vicki. I'm sorry I'm going off here, but I just found this article, and it was so exciting to me. I, I want to ask you, Vicki, in thinking about planning for a successful school year, what final thought would you like to share with all of the wonderful teachers and other Right Road friends listening? Well, thank you so much for this opportunity to talk about uh, what happened to me and to know that for all the teachers and, and um, others out there that I'm sure at some point you have made a difference in, in many kids' lives and to know that uh, they're out there and they're thinking of you and part of what Adam did was to put those thoughts into action and, and we know that that doesn't always happen. People are busy in life and, and they think of you but they don't take the time to, to action but that you've definitely impacted their lives uh, just as much as well. Um, I think just those four words, I believe in you. And uh, for me, it went a long way with somebody and uh, came back to be able to hear about it. And it, it just makes such a difference for kids to hear that from, I, from an adult. I love it. I just, I love the whole... <sighs> I just keep saying it tonight that we need all the academics, of course, but we need this. We need to plan and prepare for this emotional end of education. Um, do you have any idea, Vicki, any suggestion for where teachers from your perspective can get help and support with this? Because they are going to need to be counselors throughout the year. Where can teachers turn to 
for support with this because this is your training but it's it's so often not everyone's training in education what where can teachers look for help for this that's a, another great question i'm sure that perhaps they might have a, a mentor in their own school or maybe somebody that they learned from when they were doing their student teaching or maybe just another adult that they really respect or you know, someone else in their in their life. Um, my philosophy is kind of keep it simple. It doesn't have to be a whole host of people. Maybe it's just one person, or maybe it's several. But but just keep it very simple and keep the message simple uh, that you take from your mentors to, to pass on to kids. Well, and I think that's one of the teacher tips that I just shared a moment ago from one of our wonderful Right Road teacher friends to ha- take that time over the summer to have that party, you know, where you're brainstorming and where you're building those friendships and relationships at a whole different level and to discuss things like this. Because I think planning for it will bring so much more into the school year is if instead of if we just kind of fluff over it and don't take time for that. So, Vicki, I know it was probably frustrating with you cutting in and out tonight, but I just, every word that you said I was hanging on and was such a blessing. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. I just appreciate it so, so much. Something else that's fun, you guys, if you have not already done so, make sure to sign up as a Right Road teacher friend on our website. Of course, it's for free, and you'll receive our Right Road emails. We only send a couple every month, but they're packed full of extra opportunities for teachers. And I'll tell you, every teacher who's not already signed up, every teacher to sign up tonight will receive a free welcome Right Road gift. So if you haven't already done so, go to our Right Road Kids uh, website right now at rightroadkids.org. It takes literally 30 seconds, and I can't wait to hear from all of you. I want to thank our sponsors. Oh, my gosh, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, Nair and Seatsack. A quick reminder to mark your calendars. This is so amazing, you guys. The next Live on the Right Road show will be in August, on Sunday, August 21st. It will be the second episode in my planning for a successful school year series and like tonight we talked about the emotional end of planning this is going to be the more practical end of planning and my guest is amazing she is one of the most extraordinary and respected women get this in the world and I'm going to keep it as a surprise but wait till you hear oh my gosh it's just so amazing a reminder that we're on the right road the right on the right road summer schedule now I'm usually here with you live the first and third Sunday of every month during the school year and over the summer I'm doing our planning summer on the right road specials so the next show again will be Sunday August 21st so I can't wait to catch you then and I've got a few more pre-show giveaway recipient announcements. Remember to private message me your uh, home summer address info so we can get the gifts to you, you guys. The $50 Visa gift card recipient from last weekend's Right Road teacher friend email is Liz Rawls from Hillsborough Primary School in Hillsborough, Missouri. And drumroll, this is a biggie, the $100 Target gift card recipient from this weekend's Hulu Listening Right Road Teacher Friend email response drawing is Tiffany Peterson. And she'll be sharing that with the two teacher friends she shared our On the Right Road Good News email mm-hmm. with, Tori and Jessica. 
All three of them are teachers at Dora Erickson Elementary in Idaho Falls, Idaho. So I'm so excited that you guys will get to go shopping together. And the Teacher Survival Box recipients are Amy Decker and Lisa Vanderlucht, also from a Queen Catholic School in Cascade, Iowa. And you guys, I'll announce the 10 Teacher Survival Box recipients from this past Thursday's Who'll Be Listening Facebook post as part of our recipient announcement tomorrow. So watch our Facebook page for that tomorrow. Like I always like to do, you guys, I want to wrap up with some nuggets from my heart that you can take with you as you're planning for this school year to come. Oh, my gosh. First of all, I've posted this one on our Right Road Kids Facebook page recently, and I wanted to share it again tonight because it's so important. Start planning for and go into the school year with the power of yet. Y-E-T. Use that as a mindset for the school year to come, for you, for your students, and the whole school. It's like every negative can then turn into a positive. So when a child comes and says, I don't get this, help them add the word yet to the end of that. I don't get this yet. I can't do this yet. This isn't working yet. It changes everything. It changes everything in staff meetings. It changes everything with parent conferences. It changes everything with how you approach administrators. Go into the school year, plan for the power of yet. Also, I love this one too, and I, I, I posted this one on Facebook page recently as well, but I love it so much I wanted to share it. Establish a quest mentality. And what that means is we are so bombarded with the testing every year, but instead of that, think of the questing mentality. Quiz plus test equals quest. So teach kids, we're not taking a test. Whatever happens, it's okay. We're going on a quest together. We're taking a quest. We're going to go on an adventure and find out how much we learn. Don't you love that? Oh, my gosh. It just, it, it changes the whole picture of testing in my mind. We're questing. I love it. Also, Jack Canfield, and I've shared him about him many times, he is the founder of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. He also wrote an, wrote an incredible book called The Success Principles, which is an, an amazing life guide for how to get from where you are to where you want to be. So this is nugget number three from my heart. He shares one of his principles. It's called Clean Up Your Incompletes. And this is something that has really had a huge impact on me for this summer. He's got this like flow of accomplishing things. You decide on it. You plan. You start. You continue. You finish. And then you don't just finish. You complete it. And what that means is that it's off your plate. I think so many times we've got all this stuff on our desks. I've walked into classrooms and teachers piled high with everything. I mean, sometimes it's hard to think. I have the same thing happening. Marcy's kind of chuckling here because I have the same thing that happens on my desk. But what I've learned this summer is to live in this clean up your incompletes. And what it does 
is it gives you valuable what Jack calls attention units back because failure to complete tasks and completely get them off your plate, it robs you of those attention units. You can't be completely vested in the moment when you've got all these things still on your back. So really think about that as you're planning teachers. Figure out how to streamline your processes so that you can completely complete projects, get them off your back so you can move forward with this vim and vigor and just zest for everything. I love that. And my fourth nugget for this evening is to remember every day that you are not alone. Reach out, connect with Right Road Kids, with On the Right Road. Like I said, um, sign up as a Right Road teacher friend on our website. Sign up with NAIR. Oh my gosh, that's such an amazing resource, NAIR.org. Get your donors choose projects going right now. Start building right now, before the school year starts, a wonderful community of support around you now And for the school year, live and breathe in that community mindset. Plan for that community mindset. And on that note, I've got one more wonderful giveaway for this evening. Remember, we'll announce all the recipients from tonight's On the Right Road giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Remember, if you're a recipient, make sure to private message me your home contact info, your address, so we can get the gifts to you. So here's the last giveaway for this evening. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have five eight-pack sets of awesome seat sacks, strap and sacks, school supply pouches. There are so many uses for these wonderful pouches and each of the five gift packs is going to come with a surprise bonus gift. It might be a $5 Target gift card, a package of dry erase expo markers, it might be a $25 Target gift card, or one of several other awesome gifts. So to enter, you can go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. The offer is going to be posted just in a minute by Marcy. Just follow those simple entries guidelines and uh, make sure to include the code word listening as part of your comment and we'll announce the five recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. I also want to give a huge thanks to SeatSack for donating these wonderful resources tonight. I've also included the link to a short terrific video in the offer post, the giveaway post that shows how cool the Strap and Sack products are. So check that out and you can find all of the wonderful SeatSack products at SeatSack.com and oh my gosh you guys, I just pray that tonight's show has been a blessing beyond measure for you and that it's helped you begin to emotionally prepare for an extraordinary school year to come. Remember, the August 22nd show is going to be our second part in this special planning for a successful school year on the Right Road series. And on that note, I just have to give a huge thanks to Vicki Kaczynski, my wonderful guest on the Right Road this evening. Thanks to Right Road team member Marcy for the wonderful behind-the-scenes support. Of course, thank you to my amazing engineer, Justin and the whole Voice America team. Thank you so very much, every single one of you listening, for being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. In case you've missed any of tonight's show or would like to share it with friends, and I know Justin is going to cut out all the little funky things that happen when Vicki cut out, so it'll be a nice smooth episode if you want to listen or download or share it with friends we'll post that on our facebook page and website within the next few days also watch for the cool click and listen giveaway we'll have on our right road kids facebook page next weekend for that also remember that our next on the right road show will be here live on voice america empowerment on sunday august 21st in between our on the right road broadcast you can always connect with us on our right road kids facebook page and on our website at rightroadkids.org and as 
I always like to close with, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, August 21st at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best and most amazing life on the right road. Wishing you all a special time of planning and preparation for an incredibly successful school year to come. I love and appreciate you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.